if we want something to change, then something has to change. And that can be difficult because it's very easy to slip back into old habits, whatever feels comfortable. So in honor of the brand new year 2024, I thought it would be great to just do a short podcast this time on the difference kind of between new habits, new resolutions versus intentions, because there's such a difference there. And yeah, I think it'll be great to have this conversation because when we think about intentions, then we can kind of go through the whole year feeling a lot more dialed in. And let's kind of start out this whole conversation with the idea of just creating one word for the year. Because I think if you can summarize kind of what you want your year to look like and the intentions that you have for the, this upcoming year, what is your word, Sheree, that you want to encompass that you can kind of tap into throughout the year and remind yourself of where you're going this year? I love that. I It's a practice that I've been doing for a long time as well, just sitting that one word and trying to keep it really alive in your mind. And for me, it's normally very career focused, I'm not going to lie. But this year, I'm really leaning into the fun and the joy. And so my word is actually pleasure. And no, that's not coming from a purely sexual context. I know a lot of people instantly jump into that when you hear the word pleasure. At least that's where my mind used to go. They can think of that. <laughs> it's really about like, how good can life be? How much joy can I bring to this moment? How much pleasure can I bring into my life? Like, when can I be just sitting in life, sitting in the present moment and not able to wipe the smile off my face? And I started to get to that place last year. And I was like, how do I keep this going? How do I stay in this space of pleasure? So with the amount of travel I've got planned for this year, with the big changes I've got coming up in life and career, I was like, let's dial it in on this pleasure. It doesn't mean I'm not going to focus on the drive or other things, but like, can I even bring more pleasure into my work? Because I find sometimes too, when you're so focused on being so driven or ambitious or, you know, the high performers that are listening to this podcast, it can be so easy to get, get distracted by all of the, you know, goals and the things that you have to do and the lists you get tied into can we bring back the pleasure? Can we bring back the fun? So that's really my my intentional word this year. What about you? Yeah, it's funny because I'm almost the opposite. Last year, my word was happiness. So very similar. Like, is this bringing me happiness? Yes or no? Um, this year, I wouldn't say opposite, but it's different. Uh, my year this year is brave. I've put that word as the wallpaper on my phone, on my computer, because I want to be checking in with myself all year long. Am I showing up brave? But am I putting courage in front of comfort in all areas of my life, in my physical health and fitness, in my relationships, in my career, in making just decisions all around? So checking in with myself, am I being brave or challenging myself? Like, be brave here. Like, it can be uncomfortable to make some of these big business decisions that I'm making this year. And so- my, yeah, all-encompassing check-in word for myself 
is brave. And I've got it pasted all over. And I think it's just a really good way for those listening to, first of all, think about and write out your intentions, not necessarily resolutions or intentions, and then allow one word to kind of pull you back to that. So with that, let's talk a little bit about the difference between the resolutions that we just flippantly sometimes make and the intentions. Because intentions, I feel like almost is more powerful of like, no, what are the steps I'm going to take? And in everything that we do, is this in alignment with the intention that I set for myself in this year? So what's kind of your take on the difference between resolution and an intention yeah i i think it even comes to like the resolutions and goals as well like goal setting can have such like this heaviness to it and i know again being driven goal oriented people it can be hard to almost let go of that but like you say there's this whole idea like new year new resolutions new year new me and it's like it doesn't have to be this whole new you it's how are you carrying yourself into yeah, just like we've talked about with that word. And so when I think intentions, I think about, you know, what is the feeling? What is the emotion? What is the energy I'm carrying into the aligned action that I'm going to take? Because we know that thoughts create feelings, those feelings create behaviors, and those behaviors create action. That is how we move. That is how we operate. That's how we work in the world. And so if we can be really intentional about what feelings we want to generate, that's going to change the behaviors, which will then change the actions. And so if we can sit down and get intentional, okay, like you've said, you want your word to be brave. And you mentioned, which I love, like the holistic way of looking at setting goals and intentions for this year of financially, career, health. How am I showing up with bravery in all of these different aspects? We can talk about some of the other ones that might pop up too. But how can I How can I actually feel brave? Like when that emotion comes up, oh my gosh, I'm scared to, maybe it's, you know, I know for me last year, I was like, whoa, I'm pushing my body in ways I never have. That took bravery. That took courage. It's like, how do I sit in that discomfort? How can I operate from that feeling when I'm a little bit scared to take the action anyway? You know, one of the beautiful things that I love to get my clients to, and I know you do the same thing, is when you're setting intentions, you almost bring that visualization to it as well. Like, how does it feel? What are you surrounded by? What senses do you notice? And you're actually, if you're really present and setting those intentions, you're writing them as if they've already happened. And you're really pulling yourself into that present moment of it. So that your brain, your body, your mind, everything believes that it's possible. Yeah. Brendan Burchard, I, I started reading his book with the pa- habits of a, what, what is that called? High performance, High performance habits. And he mentioned something that I've actually put into practice. And that is to envision yourself and the higher version of yourself, like who you wish you were to get things um, done in the way that you wish that you would. And choose three words to describe that person. And then create an alarm on your phone. And so I've actually done that. I've created, I just really thought about it. Like what, I'm more positive. I'm more full of gratitude. I'm more confident. Whatever the words are for you. And narrow it down to three powerful words for you and set an alarm on your phone. And so remind yourself twice, three times a day, who you are. Like step into, like what you said, step into that version of yourself already And we can't ever get to the next level doing the same things that we've always done, right? Because the things that we're doing now is producing what we are currently experiencing. 
And so if we want something to change, then something has to change. And that can be difficult because it's very easy to slip back into old habits, whatever feels comfortable. And so setting just, I loved that he had mentioned that in the book and creating that reminder throughout the day, checking in. Oh, yes, my higher version thinks this way. My higher version is always looking at the positive of how this can be working in my favor. The higher version of me is brave and steps courageously into something, right? So yeah, I just felt like that was a good kind of to join what you were saying that there are some tools that you can strategically do to remind yourself of your intention daily. Because we have a lot of momentum at the beginning of a year, on a Monday, new month, whatever. But the the hard part is the change and and how do we make change? And I, I think it, it requires accountability. It requires accountability to yourself even and, you know, alarms and reminders of like, wait, this is what I'm doing. Wait, this is what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, and if you think about it, you know, when we talk about the subconscious mind and the way that we're programming ourselves and our thoughts and our beliefs and our conditioning that's you know shaped the way we think, feel, behave, and act, we've really got to have those things that pop in, like you say, every day. Like I used to have a post-it wall of reminders and affirmations in my office. I do the same thing. I have like a mantra or something that pops up on my phone a couple times a day. And Quite often, I'll just take the time to read it, put my hand on my heart, take a deep breath and actually breathe it into my body because yep. you are operating 95% of your day from your subconscious mind. And so to actually rewire that, we need to be flooding the brain, you know, two, three, four, five, as many times a day as possible to have those like reminders that actually, yes, this is how my higher self operates. Yes, this is how she or he would show up. Yes, this is how we do X, Y, and Z, because like you said, otherwise we're just going to be operating from that same existence. The definition yep. of insanity is repeating the same thing and expecting a different result, right? Albert Einstein. And so how can we be really intentional with this? Yeah, but also, and this just popped in now, like I see this time and time again at the gym, um, you know, when I worked at the gym, all that sort of thing. When people set these New Year's resolutions or these new intentions, they go and gung-ho, all guns blazing and it's like cool I'm gonna join the gym I'm gonna start going to the gym and I'm gonna go seven days a week I'm gonna really push myself and what happens two or three weeks in they injure themselves because they're going too hard they fall off the wagon and then they go this is too hard okay I'll start again next year or whatever it is or when I get better and then they don't and so yeah. what would your advice be to people who are going like really just like, okay, I've got this very clear intention, right? We're changing the the narrative around it. We know how we want to show up in it. Like how can we shape it so you actually achieve these things, not just start the year out with this massive rush and then get really yeah. disappointed by March? I think honestly, some of it has to do with really identifying, like creating a new idea of an identity for yourself. So for me personally, I I identify as a person who works out. Like it's not hard for me. Like I'm very consistent with that. Now, I also identify as a person who doesn't always eat perfect. And some people identify the opposite, right? Like they eat really, really good, but they hate to work out. If you want to change that, then you have to start identifying as I'm a person who eats healthy. But how do we really do that? And I think it's starting to trust yourself because sometimes our brain doesn't believe ourselves yeah, I'm a person who goes to the gym. I'm not, right? So <laughs> if that's not something that your brain actually believes, then you've got to start doing little bitty things. Like 
well, I, I do. I put on my running, like little things, right? So start to prove to yourself, yeah, I do. I park farther away to walk into the store, right? I take the stairs, not the elevator. Those are small little things that you can start to tell yourself, well, yeah, I do do those things. That's, that's who I am. Therefore, I also go to the gym and work out three times a week, whatever the story is. So doing small things so that your brain believes and you start to identify as this is my identity. I am a person who does this, right? Like I heard it on a podcast recently, someone uh, smoking, you know, like someone offers you a cigarette, two people, a cigarette at the bar. And one says, no, I'm trying to stop smoking. And the other says, no, I don't smoke. Well, they both said no to the cigarette, but they've identified differently with that, right? And so- you start to have to, you start to say, I'm not a smoker. I, I'm a somebody who works out. I'm somebody who eats healthy. And then you prove that to yourself by making those small choices and setting reminders on your phone. I am this, I don't do this, whatever. Does that, like, I, I think that that's a way to help shift inner belief that, oh, these are my intentions because I am this person. This is what I do. And I think it also can be helpful to find somebody that you look up to or you, you know, what would this person do? Like those bracelets, what would Jesus do, you know, years ago? What would so-and-so do, right? Like a reminder, you know, because then you just start to identify as, yep, and I do too. Yep, and I do too, right? And even that helps. I love that, like getting clear on, and maybe it's, it might be someone else's traits that you really admire and you want to work and aspire to be, but then also getting clear, like you were saying, like, how does my higher self or my higher purpose or you know you might even give them a name even getting clear on their values and how that get very specific how to how does he or she show up in life like mm-hmm. what is she doing what does she identify with and to talk to what you were saying with you know the smokers the the clear difference is and this is i see this a lot when i work with people who are struggling with binge eating or you know have disordered eating patterns the difference between saying i can't and I don't is massive because if you're saying I can't you're communicating to your brain like oh I'm missing out no I'm not allowed to oh it's a restriction whereas when you say I don't it's like I've made this very clear decision that I am in control I have the power I am choosing not to and it shifts it from being a matter of willpower which is absolute bullshit in my opinion you know, go watch that video by Mel Robbins if you haven't. But like, willpower is absolute crap. Motivation is absolute crap. It's can you be in your power and make that decision to really step into that higher version of yourself and you take control. Don't yeah. let food control you. Don't let the smoking control you. Like, you know, that alcohol episode that we did. Don't let the alcohol control you. Yeah. I Yeah. 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 And I think it does come back to sitting with yourself and, and creating an intention. My intention for this year, my my intention for my next level is is this, you know, and setting the reminders. Because when you remind yourself who you really are, because I, I do believe if we have a desire for something that we have the capability to do it, you know, if we have the desire to accomplish something, the reason you have that desire is because it lives somewhere in you. I mean, it's totally feasible for you to do that. It's just believing enough in yourself and then changing and stepping into that identity that you ultimately want. But we've got to do something different because we live in our reality right now is just a is a total culmination of our habits currently. So we get to switch habits if we want to switch our outcomes. So one thing that I um, you know, I kind of even made a, a message about in my community was just 
having tips that really move the needle, like small, small little steps. And I think that goes in line with, you know, you might not be the person that's going to go to the gym five times a week and, and have it all nailed down because you feel awkward in there. You feel like I don't even belong in here. What is the deal? It's just being consistent with small things because eventually you will become that person, right? Or we didn't learn anything by being an expert at the beginning. But it's it's the consistency and the change. And I think that stacking habits is, is one way. And I know we had a whole podcast on habit stacking, but just kind of stacking it along with reminders of, okay, when I go to bed, I lay out my shoes because that reminds me then I'm going to get up, I'm going to get out of bed, and then I see the shoes. And then it reminds me, okay, I, I get to go work out for even 15 minutes, right? It, it's, the, it's the little things that add up. A hundred percent. No, I love that. And I think, you know, to go back to the, idea that we can kind of be overwhelmed at the beginning of the year is one of the really cool processes that I've done a couple times is Warren Buffett's like five to 25 productivity kind of hack when it comes to setting goals and it comes to setting intentions because you know let's face it we are going to set goals we are goal-oriented people high performers are goal-oriented people and honestly just as a reminder like if you're not writing things down if you don't know what you're wanting to achieve expect to be at the same place in 2025 like right it may sound a little bit harsh but you need to be writing stuff down you need to be very clear and intentional and i'm going to trust the fact that you're listening to this is that you're very clear and intentional but it can be so easy to get swept up or i'll look at it later i'll look at it later so write it down and his so his process which i absolutely love is just get into a really good space get into you know maybe somewhere really calm relaxing put on some good music whatever it is feel into what you want to create this year and write, like write a stream of consciousness, write at least 25 of your top goals that you want to achieve. And I know 25 sounds like a lot, but write them all down because there'll be, there'll be ones and there'll be ones that you kind of might laugh at. Like I've always had on my list to learn Spanish, right? It hasn't happened yet, but I'll know that I'll get there at some point. Download the app. Download, download the, the Spanish app. <laughs> I have. I've got that fast. <laughs> But this is where we can end up getting distracted, right? This is where we can end up getting overwhelmed. This is where we end up going all or nothing. And so write down at least 25 of the goals and then go through them and circle your top five. And that is all you are allowed to focus on until each one of those goals is achieved. Then you can come back to that other list, circle your next top five, et cetera, and so on and so forth. But just focus on the five. Because otherwise our mind is distracted with thinking of all 25 things. Like if I was operating from the space of, okay, I want to learn to surf. I want to learn Spanish. I really want to make sure I'm scaling my business. I want to like, there's too many tabs open in your brain. You've got energy being drained from you. Like imagining core, like power cords coming from you going here, there and everywhere. And it just makes things not doable. And then from there, you can take those top five goals and every morning, if it feels aligned or create a vision board, like whatever it is that helps you, like you say, have those reminders, visualize yourself achieving those goals, stepping into those goals, already being there, arriving there. Because the truth mm-hmm. is your mind doesn't know the difference between that visualization and your reality. So how can you step into that right now? So that's a yeah. really fun, like simple practice that really doesn't take too long to support you in stepping into what you want for 2024. I mean, that's super helpful for me because I tend to be one that's like the idea fairy. I call myself, I'm the idea fairy. And then you have all these ideas and then it's like overwhelm and nothing actually gets done because it's like, 
how am I going to do all of it? And so I, I'm going to take this to heart, actually. I'm going to write out my top 25. And then you just focus in on five at a time. I love that because what you focus on grows. Mm -hmm. And if we don't have narrowed focus, if we don't have narrowed intentions on, on things. Because to be honest, if I wrote 25, which I'm sure that I have 25 different, you know, little things in all areas of life to do, if I accomplish five, that's still pretty big. It's definitely better than looking back and being like, well, crap, I just did not get hardly anything done because I was just running around in circles because I couldn't focus. <laughs> the idea fairy was running the show. And that can be, you know, I know it's frustrating for me at times, and I'm sure other people can relate to that, to yeah. having a mind full of dreams and intentions and then just not honing in on it. And yeah, I love that. Anything else? And I think that we could, we could leave the podcast with that. Do your top 25. <laughs> yeah, I know I'm going to do that. I think it's, I think it's a really great thing. And I think to wrap this up is do that practice and then also create your word that encompasses the, you know, those top things that you want to do, because that's going to serve as a powerful, easy anchoring reminder to yourself, put it places, put it on the post-it notes, put it on your wallpaper of your phone, but remind yourself maybe in one or two words, your intentions, and then set an alarm on your phone with either that intention and or the three characteristics of your higher self and remind yourself daily who you already are because you will become what you focus on and what you say that you are. Yeah, I love that. Guys, like this is such a powerful practice. Whether you take one thing, two things, apply everything that we've suggested, be intentional with this year. Like we're here to support. That's what this community, that's what this podcast is about, is to make sure that you are actually stepping into and achieving your goals. You're a high-performance human. You are here for a reason. You've generally got a higher purpose that you're here to help humanity in some way, shape, or form. And so let's lift each other up. Let's make this year the best year possible. And people say that every year, but why can't every year be better than the last? So Absolutely. wishing you yep. so many blessings, so much abundance, so much prosperity, so much happiness, joy, pleasure, and bravery this year as you step yeah. into 2024. Let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. If you love this episode, be sure to leave us a review, download, and subscribe. If you know someone that could also benefit from this conversation, please share. That's how we spread empowered health. We'll see you again for another episode of the Wild and Wild Collective.